Welcome to the Autism and Neurodiversity Podcast. We're here to bring you helpful information from leading experts and give you effective tools and support. I'm Jason Grigla, a licensed counselor and founder of Techie for Life, a specialized mentoring program for neurodiverse young adults. And I'm Debbie Grigla, a certified life coach. And maybe most importantly, we're also parents to our own atypical young adults. Friends, hello, welcome. I hope you're enjoying your summer, if you're listening to this when it releases. We have been having a fun summer, and I have to say one of the perks of having a a school for neurodivergent young adults is that when you rent the jet skis to take the students out on the lake, as my husband Jason did this week, you know, those jet skis don't have to get returned right away. You have them for a certain amount of time. So we took full advantage of that and and uh, went out in the evening and went out on the lake and just had an f- awesome time. <laughs> so fun and oh, thrilling and out in nature and enjoying the water. And it was very refreshing. And anyway, I hope you're having a good time. And if you haven't rent- rented jet skis for a while and gone out on them, I highly recommend it. It's good for your mental health as your coach. That's my prescription for you. So today I want to talk to you about something that helps us show up effectively and sustainably as parents, teachers, coaches, or those that work with autistic and neurodivergent children, teens, or young adults. And this applies also if if you're neurodivergent yourself. And And the it's something that we're always talking about is what's effective and sustainable. There's things that are temporarily effective, but not sustainable or like maybe effective in the moment, but then can cause damage down the road. So we're always looking at what's effective and sustainable. And when you are mentoring others, taking care of you is so important, obviously. Right? So, What I want to talk to you about is helping you be able to be more disciplined in how you spend your time, energy, and your focus. And many of you are spending your time and energy and focus in ways that are leading you to burnout, or you may already be in burnout. And I know that you love your neurodivergent young person or the young people that you work with, and you want to be able to support and help them in their development and in their success and well-being. And because you care so deeply, it's really easy to get focused on all of the challenges and the problems and the things that you're experiencing and all the things that aren't working. And we get just in that spin of trying to like fix all the problems and the behaviors. And a lot of this stuff is not actually in our control. It's, It's not in our direct control. And a lot of it is not fixable. Like a lot of the things that we're dealing with or struggling with are just like unsolvable problems. Like you're just trying to get through. And if you're anxious and you're worried about all the problems, right? Or your kiddo's behavior and you're showing up to parent or teach a classroom, you know, or coach or work with your autistic or your neurodivergent kiddo, and you're showing up from a lower brain, that that fear-based survival, fight, flight, freeze, limbic system state, 
This is like showing up to play tackle football without any protective gear and no energy because you haven't eaten and tired from lack of sleep and you're like facing the wrong direction and you're ignoring your coach. <laughs> okay, so when we're showing up from a limbic brain triggered, you know, lower brain state, we can't show up effectively. Okay. If you want to show up effectively, you've got to put on the right gear. You've got to fuel yourself. You've got to be rested. You've got to be ready to go. You've got to be coachable. You got to get your, you know, game face on, right? Like you got to be in your higher brain state. And so before you try to mentor others, I really encourage you to be mentoring yourself first. And self-mentoring is one of the ways that I have found to be very effective and sustainable for the long haul. And it's one of the things that I work with our students at our school on and our Techie for Life mentors and, and all the parents that I work with so that they can get into a practice of developing their self-mentoring skills. The way that you show up your vibe, the emotions that are fueling your words and your actions have so much more of an impact than any specific words that you say or any specific actions that you take or don't take. Your emotional vibe can completely shift the direction that things are going in a positive or in really negative ways. And many times we blame others or our neurodivergent young person for the negative direction that we're heading. And we're the one showing up to play football unprepared. And then we get upset when we keep getting pummeled and then we're losing the game. So what I wanna offer to you is that self-mentoring, and what I mean by self-mentoring is it's, it's a practice of pausing throughout your day and noticing your mental and emotional state. Like, where are you at? And then gently mentoring and guiding your mind to focus on your present sensory experience or to focus on a helpful thought or belief and then be able to either keep going in what you're doing because you like the direction you're going or shift direction and, and be intentional about how you go forward. And the simple act of gently mentoring your mind shifts you from wherever you're focused to an intentional focus. And when you mentor your mind's focus, you're engaging yourself from a higher brain state because it's intentional now. It's not from a reactive lower brain survival state. So just the very act of that pause and actually directing your focus, you shift and you start shifting into that higher brain state. And that increases our flexibility and our mental control throughout the day. And when you focus on your sensory experience, that actually like gives your brain a break and it it, it like centers it. And it it's like charging up your phone battery. It charges up your brain. And there's tons of studies that have been done showing the effects of meditation and um, like just getting present for a minute. And a lot of people have, and you may have a meditation practice, and there's so much value in that. We tend to do it in the morning or at the night, but to do when you're mentoring your brain throughout the day, 
especially when you're calm or just dealing with some of the smaller stresses of life, you will actually develop your ability to do it when you're dealing with the bigger stresses or even a crisis. And when you practice mentoring your mind throughout the day, not just in like the special designated corner of your room and have the lights off with the the soft music in the back. I don't know how you, uh, you know, what your meditation practice is if you have it, but when you're, when you can practice doing it wherever you're at, whenever you're at, okay, throughout the day, a lot of times I do it when I'm driving. Um, I'm just kind of like get aware and really like focus on the experience of driving, the sensory experience of driving, or I'll take little pauses when I'm at my desk and just take a deep breath. And those little mentoring moments when you, I mentor my mind, it, it recharges me. And then I also can shift and look at where am I at and then where do I want to be? The skill of easily shifting your focus, using your higher brain, it opens you up to your own wisdom, your own intuition, and your emotional wherewithal to get out ahead of and even and or respond to the different stressors that you have or to respond to your neurodivergent child, teen, or young adult and their needs and be able to do it consistently and sustainably. Okay, then you can be solution focused instead of trapped in a negative, very emotionally depleting problem focus where the brain's just like problems, problems. Ah, oh my, like, what do we do? We're all going to die. You're now like, okay, here's a problem. What do we want to do about it? What, let's find the solution. And you get your brain working towards that solution. So you're then in control of you instead of trying to control the things that you really don't have control over. Okay, which is one of the reasons that we often get so exhaust, exhausted and frustrated is because we're worried and fretting about things that we don't actually have much control over. But when you take control of yourself, okay, and you mentor yourself, and you are in the practice of doing that when you're not stressed, and when you're a little bit stressed, you're going to be much more likely to handle any situation or any problem that pops up. And, and this is really, really important. When you're mentoring your mind and you're in the practice of mentoring your mind, you're also going to be more open to seeing the opportunities for fun and enjoyment. I think we miss a lot of those when we're stressed or anxious or just in a reactive state instead of in a, a higher brain, more centered focused state. We miss out on the fun. And I want you to be able to take advantage of those fun, fun moments because those are so fueling to us also and so good for our mental health. You just aren't as effective at helping and supporting an autistic or neurodivergent young person who, as, we, as you know, they often are themselves struggle with emotional regulation, among all the other things. We're just not as effective at helping and supporting them if, if we haven't honed the skill of our own emotional self-regulation. You know, if you're upset that your kid is upset, you're, you're really like saying they shouldn't be upset. Like there's a problem here. They're upset. And now I'm upset that they're upset. Right. And what, what you're really doing in that is expecting your kid to be more emotionally regulated than you are so that you don't have to be upset anymore. So, and I'm not saying that you're bad if you get upset or if you struggle in this area. What I am saying is, not if, but when you get upset, because you will, we all do, 
when you get upset, if you have a self-mentoring practice, you'll be able to recover quicker and get back in the game and play more effectively for the long haul. And you'll be amazed at how much more you can actually handle. How you are able to de-escalate situations um, or, or come up with ideas and solutions. And you'll be so proud of how you show up for your kiddos. Confident that when you get down, you know how to take care of yourself and get back up when you're ready. I can remember when I was pregnant for the with a, a sustainable pregnancy um, with my daughter. We already had our three boys we had adopted, and they were older and involved in all the activities and all the going ons. And we had lots of commitments and things we were part of and doing, and and I wanted to keep all that going. And boy, when you're pregnant, at least for me, I didn't have as much energy as I usually had. I was tired and I had aches and pains and I wasn't sleeping as well. And for the first part of the pregnancy, I was really nauseous. And what I thankfully figured out is that if I would just take a little five minute break, which is, you know, after, and I would do it after I finished something. So like I'd throw in a load of laundry, like, or do, do a load of dishes. And then I would go sit down for five minutes and give myself a little break. And then I would get back up and, and keep going. And I found that if I would take those little five minute breaks, that I actually could keep going. And I, it, I would be able to um, pace myself through the whole day and get the things done that I wanted to get done. But if I tried to push through and I, and I thought, oh, I don't have time to take a little break and I would just push through, I would be spent and done by the time it was like time to make dinner. You know, when the evening shift sort of like kicks in as a mom, right? I was done. Like I was like on the couch, like my feet hurting and aching and like emotional and all the things. And so I I quickly found that if I wanted to be able to keep going, I had to take care of myself. And those little five minute breaks were all it really took. I didn't have to sit for a long time. I had just little five minute breaks for me and that in my pregnancy that that worked out for me. And I would take naps and do other things too, but I was amazed at the power of that little take a five minute break. And now I don't need to take five minute breaks, but I do take these moments to pause and mentor my mind. And I, the more I do it, especially if I kind of really do it in the morning to get my day started and then just little breaks throughout the day to just kind of take a deep breath and mentor my mind, where am I at? And do something to kind of charge my, recharge my brain and then kind of, okay, get back to it or maybe reassess and readjust. What, where do I want to be going with things? I'm just so amazed at how really my quality of life improves and my effectiveness as a mom, as a mentor, um, in the work that I do, how much more effective I am. And so I really encourage you, if you don't have a practice of this, I encourage you to consider practicing self-mentoring and see what it does for you. Um, I want you to feel good about how you're showing up and your kiddos need you. They need you to be able to show up your best, to be able to show up equipped and ready to go. And it's maybe one of the most compassionate things you can do for yourself is to take that little pause, that little break and, and mentor yourself where you're at um, and where you want to go. I hope you have an amazing summer, and as your coach, I 
I prescribe going out and renting some jet skis and getting out on a lake near you if you have the means to do that. Um, it's a very effective for your mental health as well as this self-mentoring. So have a great summer. Have a great week. Take care and we'll talk to you on the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Autism and Neurodiversity with Jason and Debbie. If you want to learn more about our work, come visit us at jasondebbie.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-D-E-B-B-I-E.com.